Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind and Muscle Show with your boy, Adrian Moreno. And do I have a treat for you guys today? So today I'm going to go ahead. I don't really like to say I'm going to interview him because at the end of the day, this is a conversation. And our hope is with this conversation to really share a perspective that can help you take your life from wherever it is to wherever you want it to go, right? And um, so I am really excited to do this. I met this guest through a coaching program um, maybe like half a year ago. And since then, we've remained connected. And, um, you know, I'm just really happy to bring him on because he is doing, he is one of the first super conscious coaches out there right now, but I'm not going to go out here and absolutely ruin his uh, introduction. So what's going on, Patrick Morales? How are you doing today, bro? Adrian, what's going on, brother? I'm having a great day. It's amazing to be alive. Absolutely amazing to be alive, man. So we're going to go ahead and I'm just going to jump right in, man. And Instead of me, like, you know, sharing all these things about you, I would love for you to go ahead and share your story a little bit, a little bit about you, your background, just so people have a better understanding of where you're coming from. Perfect. All right. So, yes, as Adrian just put it quite eloquently, I am a, one of the first in the world to work with the superconscious, and I got into this work because uh, we did meet through a a coaching program and it was specifically for health coaching mm. virtual health coaching and during my time in the health coaching business i kind of saw like a recurring theme you know i could help people like by giving them their, their meal plans calculating their macros doing the workouts for them but when it came to them getting actual results i realized i couldn't really help them with the methods that I was using. And it sent me on this journey of trying to figure out a way, trying to figure out why some people were successful in their journeys. And I encountered this work through, a, it was a YouTube ad. And when I saw the process, I was blown away. My coach, Christopher Duncan, he's my mentor. He's the one that certified me. He was in the movie, The Law, or no, The Secret. He was oh, in that wow. movie. Yeah. Uh, Kiwi is from New Zealand. So he's living out in Australia, but he's he saw the same exact thing that I did. You know, he's been in the personal development world for about 15 years. And he was so dedicated to figuring out why some people were successful and building the lives that they loved, the lives that they wanted to live. And it, it caused him to seek the answer. He spent over $200,000 on coaching, on certifications, double certified in NLP, quantum linguistics, hypnosis, Reiki, Hopalongo, tried pretty much everything in the book. And he put together this super conscious work and I love the superconscious work. So it's all about teaching you how to tap into that most innate part of your being in order to shift around the structure that that really prevents people from, from achieving that that which they want. Hmm. Let's go ahead and let's let's talk about that. 
before we dive into like, you know, well, this is really it. You, you just said one of the key like phrases, tapping into the most innate part of your being. What is super conscious if somebody's listening right now, they've never heard the term before, how would you explain it to somebody who's brand new to this concept? So it depends on the person I'm talking to. It's been called many things. For Christians, it's called the Holy Spirit. For people who are in a consciousness, it's called the superconscious. For others, it's called other things. But what it is, it's a field of information. Now, most coaches are aware of the first two aspects, the first two fields, the self-conscious, the ego, and the unconscious or the subconscious. Now, the superconscious is the, a memory field of information that was present in the beginning of time until now. So while those other memory fields that came into existence at birth, this memory field has always existed. And it can be utilized. We can use it for good or for evil. There have been people throughout history that have used it for evil. But when you come from a pure place, from pure heart, with a heart of service to others, this is when you can create the impact that you truly want, that you're looking for. Hmm. Interesting. Can you, if you see, because most people, whenever they hear all of these like concepts, these concepts can be a bit, I like to say fluffy, right? Like they're, they're, they're amazing. They're inspiring. They're like, get your interest peaked. But when it comes to like practicality, when it comes to like the practical approach, like, okay, what is the how, you know? Yeah. So if you were to explain briefly, like, you know, um, in whichever way you feel comfortable in explaining and tapping into this, how would you explain that? So it's a simple five-step process. First, we get you into a true end result. And this is a true, a true choice that you want for yourself. And how you know it's true? As a coach, I can tell you intuitively if your choice is true. And there are a couple of factors that play into that, but we're not going to go over that right now. Okay. So once you get, get that true choice, once you get that locked down, you build structural tension. And that can be thought of as pulling a rubber band apart. When you pull that rubber band apart, it creates the tension. And the tension seeks to resolve itself by pulling each side closer together. You do this by putting yourself in that end result, in that true goal. And then you pull the rubber band apart and you notice your current reality, what you're currently experiencing. What are the emotions attached to it, the beliefs? The uh, stories that you have about it, the feelings. And once you unpack that, you, you will get into the emotion of the end result. How does it feel for you? What emotions are you going to experience when you're in that? Is that number three? Yeah, that's number three. So it's, it's number three. How would you like label it? Get into uh, getting to the motion of the end result. Gotcha. Yeah. 
And this is the the phase where you unpack. So I have a set, I have a couple sets of unpacking questions. But this, these questions, they pop up the resistance. And the resistance, um, there's a book right now, Path of Least Resistance. And in anyone's life, we always take the path of least resistance. So in this process, we pop up that resistance that's in the way stopping us from getting to where we want to be. Step four, we unplug, we disassociate from the current reality. And we recode it, super consciously recode that information, the, the resistance that's in the way. And step five, you take aligned action towards whatever you just worked on. And our audience probably has a good idea of what the word aligned means and they can plug aligned action. But how would you explain aligned action? I give an example of aligned action and not aligned action. All right. So after a recode session, there's always an obvious action. You know, people seek coaches to give them the answers. But once you get into the proper structure, you know what you want, where you are now, and you record that resistance that's in the way, the action will always be obvious. So like if with people that are trying to improve their health, which I know a lot of your audience is listening to this podcast to do, that action to take is always obvious. It's either eating healthier, going for a walk, scheduling your workouts, meal prep, whatever it is. You take that aligned action. So, so it's aligned. In other words, you're taking actions that are actually congruent with the destination you're seeking to get to. Exactly. You're choosing to get to. And just so I, I just want to go over this one more time to make sure I got it right, because I've never heard any structure like this or any, you know, thing like this, but the five step process to, you know, tapping into super conscious, um, a true end result. So you're setting a true end result. And you said there is a way that, you know, if it's true or not into, um, create structural tension. Is that right? Got you. And that's putting yourself in the end result and like kind of pulling that apart and seeing the stories, the, the way you feel about it and like all of that energy towards it. Step three is you get into the emotion of the end result and then you begin unpacking the resistance. And step four is you unplug and associate from the reality of the resistance, like from the resistance, right? And you uh, said from the like, current reality. Mm, from the current reality. Oh, okay. Yeah, you want to disassociate from that. Hmm. And when you say disassociate, what do you mean? You rise above it, man. Rise above it. So I like to think of the superconscious in, in three different uh, levels. So first we got the self-conscious. This is this is like the unconscious. Okay. And next we got the self the uh, unconscious. This okay. is 
yeah, this is like the the part of you that it uh, it runs your body without you having to think about it. You can drive your car without you having to think about it. So when, well, up at the top level, you got the soul source conscious. So it's it's self conscious, soul conscious source conscious when you disassociate you rise up to that source conscious hmm. and up here the structure is malleable it's if it's like a block of ice that's melting you raise up to the source and up here the structure becomes malleable you can shift it around as you see fit hmm. and then once you you've shifted around all that resistance you ground it. You ground it back into the present. And you solidify it. You anchor it in. Anchor it in. I like that, man. And I actually want to bring something up because when we were on a clubhouse a couple of weeks ago and I asked you about, you know, super conscious and tapping into it, you you um you brought up a, a really interesting point, you know, that I've heard multiple times in plenty of different religions, scriptures, whatever. Becoming childlike again. Mm. What does childlike behavior, childlike have to do with the superconscious? It's how you communicate with the superconscious. So getting into that state of not knowing, not needing to know. And yet knowing at the same time it doesn't make sense and it doesn't need to. Mm. And once you get to that place of innocence, you can then communicate with your highest self. Why do you think... Why do you think so many people take life so serious, completely opposite from a child. Because a child is very, and both of us can, and anybody listening can think back to their five-year-old self. And, you know, it's not a real worry in the world. You're not so yeah. worried about life. Like, it's so serious and rigid. Why do you think people lose that? Like, it's, you know, I mean, what, what, what is, I mean, I have my own ideas as to why people lose it. But what do you think? You know, it's part of the human journey. We come into this world as divine beings. You know, we, we create everything that we are. And we go from that pure creative spirit to uh, a human with a limited perspective. We have to rely on our parents for our food, our, our clothes, our love. And we think, we believe that... In order to get, get something, I need to do something. And this is ingrained inside of us. You know, your dad says, don't cry. Your mom says, why are you so selfish? Why don't you think about others? And this creates our perspective of the world. 
you know, we grow up with these misconstrued thoughts about the world. And it isn't until we decide that we're no longer going to solve problems in order to get us to where we want to be, that we start to live that life that we love. Say that one more time. That was, I've never heard that. Say that one more time. It isn't until we give up our need to try and solve a problem that we start to live the life that we love. I'm writing that down. That is <laughs> when we give up our need to solve a problem, our need to try and solve a problem, we begin creating and living the life we love. Hmm. You know, I have an interesting, interesting perspective on problems, and I'd like to hear your what you what do you have to say about this? Um, well, first off, a hundred percent. You know, growing up, it's uh, and I've I probably said this before on the um, on the uh, podcast, but like Asada Guru says, your, you know, your um, your mind is society's garbage bin. Like everybody just throws whatever they want. And as you grow up, you take on the garbage and you're like, this is my garbage, right? And, um, you know, it's kind of like we're raised up to forget, you know? It's like we're just raised up to forget what we already know. And I know for a fact, if we just let children grow on their own without influencing them, I can imagine a completely different race. I mean, a completely different approach, um, a completely different reality for like in mass, you know, and um, that is very interesting. But when it comes to problems, you know, I had a dream. Are, are you have you ever um, I know you I know you are aware of um, Esther and Jerry Hicks, all of their work, right? Yes, OK. Sir. And do you so do you remember in the law of attraction at the beginning of the book? I think it was an in introduction. At the beginning of the book, they were talking about how she first started channeling Abraham and how the interest got peaked from um, Jerry's interest in Seth Speaks, like Jane Roberts. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So I was reading a book from hers. Um, it's called A Way Toward Health. And, uh, you know, it was talking about the present moment. Like it was talking about the present moment in that part of the book. It was around 11 a.m., like on a Saturday or something. And so I ended up like kind of falling asleep while I was reading it. And as I fell asleep, I, I remember as soon as my, my head hit the pillow and I crashed out, I woke up on a green couch. And I was all like, what? The? It was lucid. Like I woke up and I was, I was aware that I was dreaming. I was like, holy shit, I'm dreaming right now. I was like, I'm dreaming. This is really cool. And I was like, what, what's going on? And the room looked like it was straight up 60s or 70s, like, like the furniture, old, old school. And out of nowhere, Jane Roberts walks in. She walks in the room and keep in mind, I'm reading her book. And so like, I knew who that was in my dream. I was like, holy shit, that's Seth. Like in my mind, I was like, oh, I can talk to Seth. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So she walked to a window. I walked up to the window. And I didn't say anything. I tried to ask her something, but I couldn't think of what to ask her. She looks at me. She says, word for word, she says, um, I wrote it down. I have it written down, but I'm pretty sure word for word, she says this. 
problems do not exist. Problems are not real. Um, you can have one problem and then you start thinking of another and the initial problem doesn't exist for that meantime, showing you the fleeting nature of problems. Therefore, if you live in your head, the world looks like a problem. But if you live here, the world looks like God. And that's all you'll see. Mm. And I wrote an essay. When I woke up, I immediately wrote down everything she said. I wrote this essay on it. And I was like, challenges or situations, they pop up in the moment. We hold on to them and it creates a problem. Yeah. But the problem itself is not real. Like you cannot point to a problem. A problem does not have a, a shape, a color, a, lo a location. You can't point to a problem. What you can point to is a situation with a lot of problematic thoughts about the situation, but you can never point to a problem itself. Yeah. What is your perspective on that? I love that. Sounds like a very wise woman. You know, I have a process called the double bubble. Called the what? It's all about stepping into that place of acceptance of any possibility you know people they get into this structure where they're trying to avoid an issue a problem mm. and they don't understand that by giving that problem any any of their thought they're giving it their power they're giving their power away mm. and they have less power to put into what they're trying to create now when they are doing this, that resistance, it owns them. So in this process. What is it called again? You said something. What was it? The double bubble. The double bubble. Okay. All right. Got it. So in this process, not only does what you're resisting own you, what you desire owns you as well. Mm. And we all have resistance, not only to what we don't want, but also to what we do want. So it's this process is all about becoming accepting, accepting all the possibilities, whether you view them as good or bad. And from this place of acceptance and with no resistance and no desire, you can see clearly your land of plenty, where you love to be just because you love it and you choose it. Mm. So when you say, I understand resistance owning people and stuff. I also under, understand, you know, like the, the desires owning you. But can you elaborate on what you mean by having a desire own you? Yeah. So when you, a lot of times, like in my own case, when I first got into the health coaching business, I was putting so much energy into reaching out to people organically, into trying to get clients. And this energy that I was putting, it, putting out into the world, it was really running my life. And I was just at a point where I was stressed out. And, you know, I made the decision last year to jump into the super conscious work. And I've been so much happier ever since. Mm. But like when you have that desire and you're putting your energy into it, all of your energy, it owns you. 
because you're giving your power away to it. You're, it runs your life. You know, mm. I I was working like 18-hour days, sleeping like five to six hours. Been there. And yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't healthy. That's right. And it's kind of, when you look at this from that super conscious perspective or that source perspective, right? Yeah. It's, it's like a goal owning you. But when you realize that what you are is way more than that goal, it turns into the energy. My energy has constantly been around goals recently. Just I, I set goals. I carry ambition. 100% I do. But mine is always like, you know what? It'll be really cool to create that goal. Hit it. That'll be really cool. But if it doesn't, that is still cool. And that right there is so liberating when people can understand. And, and this is the thing, man. And I know you've noticed this too. When you don't chase the goal, it's like it literally finds you. And it just like lands in your lap. Because I can tell you, man, I 18-hour days, all of that. I think the longest I clocked in was 103 hours in a week. Fucking wow. ridiculous, bro. Like, I mean, when I say 103 hours, I do not mean workout hours, eating out. I mean, straight up work. And recently, I've only been working from, because I wake up around 7, and I will write till about 10 a.m., and then from 10 to 2, I'll do, like, some heavy needle-moving work, right, like in the business. And then from, like, 2 to 4, I'm kind of, doing some other kind of light work, very light, and then I'm done. But I've literally been more fulfilled. Business has been better. Everything's like kind of turning itself out. And I'm not consumed by a certain number of clients or a certain number of revenue. And it's because I'm constantly viewing things from like that God's eye view. You know, it's just like, why would I attach my identity? It's really like, it, it, it's kind of like an identity when people set goals, they like identify with the goal because when it doesn't happen, they feel crushed. Can I challenge you on that word? What word? Goal. Yeah, dude, please go ahead, man. Yeah, I've never really liked the word, but uh, why not? I use choice. Because you know, when you, you say goal, it that just it gives the perspective that you're trying to attain something. That's something that's out of your reach. But when you use the word choice, I'm choosing to create this. It's such a it comes from a different place. The energy, I just felt a difference in your energy when you said that too. Holy crap. That's good. That is good. That I've never heard some, I've been setting, when I set my goals, I use, I say them as intentions, yeah. right? I'm like, I intend to do this, but I feel like just choice. That's just more powerful. That is so guys, if you are listening right now and you have a goal, Patrick just 
completely shattered that idea. Make whatever your goal is. Like you're like, I have a goal to make a hundred thousand dollars this year in my business, right? Whatever. Choose to make a hundred thousand dollars this year. Oh my God, dude, the energy, <laughs> the energy difference when you say that, that is very interesting. That is very, who did you hear that from, man? Is that like something you kind of stumbled on or? It's my mentor. Mm. And you said his name was Christopher Duncan or Chris Duncan? Yeah, Christopher Duncan. Christopher Duncan. Oh man, that is good. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, man. Is there anything else that you want to jam on specifically around helping tips around becoming more childlike? Because clearly that's the secret. Jesus consistently talked about me becoming a child again and not, you know, bringing them up in a different kind of way. And it's talked about in a lot of the yogic traditions. So what would you have to say on that? So I've actually had a big shift in the way that I view the Bible. You know, I've been reading it since like consistently since 2011 and there have been things that i haven't quite understood Mm -hmm. but then it hit me like the whole every scripture that jesus shares a parable he's talking about awareness you know becoming more aware it says let that eye be single and people think that it has to do with their eye no let that eye be single. Mm. The eye of truth. You have two eyes. You have you have three eyes. Two to look and one to see. Mm, exactly. Mm, I like that. And have you heard of um, Rod? Do you know who Rodri Patel is? Uh, sounds familiar. Um, she has a book titled "The Vital Force: The Power of Vital Force." strongly encourage you to grab it man amazing amazing piece of work i'm uh but she talked about looking at yourself in the mirror she goes look at yourself in the mirror and try to look at both of your eyes and you will notice that when you try to look at both eyes you're only able to look at one and that is because there is one eye that sees Mm. you cannot look at both eyes at the same time. And if you go inside the mirror and do this experiment, if right now, if you don't have any connection to your inner self or source, whatever you want to call it, go do that exercise and you will intuitively feel like a, um, a sense of damn, there is something looking through. It's not looking. I'm, my eyes don't see shit. Whatever is behind these eyes can actually perceive. And um, that's interesting. That that right there is just um, really interesting. But I really do think you'll um, you will like her. Uh, you will like her um, her work. But let me ask you this, man. If somebody right now is really struggling to let's say somebody has a, a goal. Okay. We're going to use the word go because right now they're probably thinking from that perspective. Okay. I have a goal or they want to choose a certain goal, but they don't feel like they are capable. Like they are cut out for that work. Like they're good enough. What would you tell somebody who's 
in that situation right now? I say that you can choose anything. So when people say I'm struggling with X, Y, Z, I say, why are you choosing to struggle with that? And usually they're like, what are you talking about? I'm choosing, not choosing. I've got this and this, and I've got bills to pay. I'm not choosing anything. I'm like, no, you're powerful. And you created your entire experience that you're having. But just that simple fact that you created it should give you the capacity to change it, to recreate it. And all it takes is that choice. And when we say choice, we mean a real decision. Yeah. I don't know where the, do you, there's a word decision. It comes from the root. I think it's like, I don't know what root word, like the exact word, but I do know the word that it comes from. The meaning is to slice, to cut. So decision is to literally cut off all other possibilities. And you're completely running towards one thing. Mm. Right. And one thing also is this whole trying to attract something to, you know, I want to share what my thoughts are on this. And I want to hear what you say from a super conscious perspective, right? Because from a super conscious perspective, the law of attraction kind of turns laughable. It kind of goes into a, a thing. It's like, okay, hold on. I'm trying to attract something. That means there's two. That means there's separation. That means there's me and there's that. And I have to pull that in. But from a super conscious perspective, aren't you part of the entire universe? Like from that super conscious perspective, there's a, would you say there is an awareness that you are indeed connected to all that is, and you are all that is. Would you say from that perspective, you, you can sense that? Exactly. So, you know, I had a, a big, big issue with the law of attraction. I tried all these different types of visualization. Same and here, like, bro. Like Rico or mental reprogramming. I tried a bunch of stuff, like everything in the book, you know, courses, coaches, and all of them seem to be saying the same thing. But it wasn't until I met my mentor right now that he told me the truth. And the truth is that you can have whatever you desire. It's already here. I know that I already have all my creations. They're inevitable. All I have to do is keep taking action. You know, action is in the word law of attraction. And that's the missing right. piece. Damn, aligned action, that yeah. is. Aligned action. And that's, yeah, I, I always had a problem with the um, law of attraction. I feel like it made a lot of people lazy. Exactly. 
it may, I, all I know is it made me really lazy. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay home and feel good all day. <laughs> like, I'm just, the goal is to feel good. I'm just going to feel good. If that, if that piece of action doesn't feel too good, I won't take it. I won't, if I, you know, and, um, and uh, I just, when I realized like, damn, you really are everything. There's no need to attract anything. When you yeah. realize you are it. And like you said, it's already done. It's already created. And it is energetically, it is created. The moment you think of something, like right now, I'm just close my eyes and I'm imagining me chilling right next to Patrick, sitting on a beach. In the energetic field of that super conscious state, because my thought just created an electromagnetic reaction in that super conscious, in that state of all possibilities, me and Patrick now are chilling on a beach, hanging out, Sipping it's created cold. energetically. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a matter of realizing that it's created. It's like the awareness of your goal already created or your desire already created, right? Yeah. Mm. You know, that's the magnetic moment. You know, when you get to that place of when you get to that place of full acceptance and you can get into your end result, you create a magnetic pull to it. You know, when that resistance that's in the way is treated, there's always that that reality pulling you closer to it. And how, if something, trying to figure out how to work. Okay, if somebody heard the word accept, accept, okay, I accept it. I understand I accept it, but nothing's happening. Okay, I accept it. That's where the choice comes in. Okay, I was about to say, what is true acceptance to you? How do you accept something? Or what is the process of accepting? Um, you know, anything like that. You, you got time for a quick, process um, yeah bro um i have I, yeah i got about another how, how long do you need i need to, i got about another 20 25 minutes all right let's do it all so, right well, let's go ahead y'all guys are gonna if you're not watching the video go on my youtube channel you'll see it i will link the youtube video and um that way you can like see like our actual faces and see what we're doing but yeah man i'm down all right awesome now i want you if you're listening to write down something that you resist. And that could be like being broke, being unhealthy, being bad relationship, being homeless, living on the streets, whatever it is. Write down what you resist. I got mine. All right, awesome. So, Write down the next thing. It's going to be the end result that relates to that resistance. So it'll be the opposite. If you wrote down, I don't, I resist being broke. It's going to be, I desire abundance. If you wrote down, I, re I resist being unhealthy. The opposite would be being healthy and vital. Having that vibrancy. So whatever it is, Write down the end result that relates to it.
Okay. All right, so this is gonna be a closed eye process. First, we're gonna step into what we're resisting. Okay, guys, if you're driving, pause this, wait till you get home and then do it, okay? <laughs> so let's go. Okay, right. so you want me to close so my eyes? Step into what you're resisting and we're going to just step into it, just notice it. And then we're gonna step, we're gonna stay there and we're gonna actively resist it. And then notice what happens to the resistance. Don't do it yet. I'm just explaining. And then we're going to accept it. Accept it as a possibility. And from this place, we're gonna accept all other possibilities. And from the place of true acceptance, we're gonna choose. We're gonna choose what we love, what we love to create. And not choose it from a place of desire or want or a goal. We're going to choose. I choose to create this. And oftentimes, it'll be beyond what we're desiring. It'll be a, a goal, a choice beyond that. But we'll be able to see. Ready to go? I'm ready, man. I'm ready. All right. So close your eyes. I want you to step into what you're resisting and step into it and just notice how it feels. What happens to the resistance? Um, for me, you want me to feel the resistance, really feel it. Yeah, and what happens to it? Getting more intense, but it, it feels as if it's passing through me right now. All right, now that's perfect. Now everyone resist what you don't want. Resist that, that resistance. What happens to it now? A little stronger. Uh, Resisting perfect. the resistance, like not wanting to feel it. No, just not wanting that outcome. Mm. Resist it. Resist what you don't want. What happened to it there? Um. I can explain it through my emotional experience, but my chest got lighter. Hmm. Now, accept it. Accept it as a possibility. And as you accept it, accept all other possibilities. Anything that could happen with this. And from this place of acceptance, choose what you would love. Choose what you love to create. Now ground it. I choose, I choose this. 
whatever it is I choose it now open your eyes come on back boy energy wise I feel good <laughs> I feel really good I feel like really good right now man awesome so that wasn't like a super conscious recode but it was just a little teaser I no, I just um I can like it's just that process, understanding that process. When I was at that point where you said accept it as a possibility, if when you accept it as a possibility, I don't know if you saw, but I started smiling. Like I was just like, you know what, this possibility that I don't want. Yeah, it's possible to happen. It's very possible. Yeah. And the moment I just did that, I smiled. I felt like my shoulders dropped. And then whenever you said now accept everything else as a possibility, accept whatever you do want as a possibility, like the energy goes up. And then whenever you said now choose that, just that process alone, man, I'm not going to lie that. I mean, even though that was like, like you said, a teaser and that was brief, like I can, I can see the energetic shift happen from that. I love that, man. I'm gonna go back to this. I'm gonna listen to like, I'm gonna write down all the steps you said, because that was really interesting. Yeah. That was really interesting. And you can do it multiple times with different things that you resist. I've done the process, like the legit process with the superconscious so many times. But it's phenomenal. It's my favorite. Mm, I love that. And once you learn this, so where can you go to like learn how to like really um, be a practitioner of this? Is that like your mentor that you went towards? Uh, yeah, he's the only person that's certified to certify other coaches in the superconscious work. Mm, got you, got like you. He spent so many hours trying to get the to be a a trainer to train the coaches mm, okay. and the program that he put together it incorporates nlp uh a bunch of different stuff bert hellinger's family constellations like parts integration oh uh, man advanced nlp mm. and just a whole slew of different processes and he created this uh, superconscious recode. He learned it from his coaches, his mentors, Gary Gary Flint and College Striker. And then he also worked with William White a lot. Uh, he took what was missing from each mentor and put it all together into the superconscious work. Smart man. Yeah. Smart man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm doing a. I'm, I'm getting real deep in a um, hypnotherapy and, uh, you know, NLP and all of that. And this is definitely intriguing. And um, this is an intriguing um, concept to me, man. Um, yeah, totally. Now he's writing a book or he already wrote a book and that comes out on May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. It's called You're Not Broken by Christopher Duncan. Yeah, I'm going to look at that. So. Uh, when I get the link for people to get that book, it teaches you the step-by-step -step process to do the recode on yourself. And if mm. you're 
one of the first people that buy this book in the first two weeks, and you get to watch Chris perform the recode. Mm. It's phenomenal. Okay, so look, what I want you to do, so the book is going to release after this podcast episode releases, but still send me that link whenever you get it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to come back and I'm going to go back to the where I can, and then I'm going to throw the link down there. So right now, if you're listening to this, it may or may not be in the show notes, but um, just check. Chances are there's a link to Chris Duncan's book. I'll go ahead and I'll throw that in the show notes. Um, aside from that, I want to know, man, if people are really intrigued by you and they want to like work with you first, can you explain the kind of work you do? I mean, I mean, like well, now I understand the kind of work you do, but who you do it for and like who's a good who would be like a good fit to like really be able to work with you and how can they reach you? Yeah, of course, man. So I'm uh, like the work that I do is very deep work. It's the deepest work I've ever done. And uh, I'm happy to share it with anyone who's feeling stuck, just experiencing oscillation in their life, you know, back and forth. And mm. they're just, you know, they've had a goal for years and they, they don't know why they haven't been able to achieve that goal. So if anyone is interested, they can go to my profile. I have a IG. Um, uh, I'll include all your, um, all your handles, all your links below, but go ahead and say what your handle is on IG and how they can find you on Facebook. All right. So my IG is coach.patrick.morales. Got it. And at the top is a link tree. If you go to that link tree, the second link in that, that link tree is a, link to book a intro session so webinar it's like an hour hour long hour 30 and uh yeah i go deep into the process into my story how i found it the history of it and get people into their choices their true end results and then at the end of that webinar we all get to experience the superconscious rapid reset Oh, dang. So they can go and they can for free. They can go experience that. Yeah. Look at that, guys. All right. Make sure if this I know for sure I'm going to go check that out. But if this right here was intriguing to you, then you heard Patrick. Go go ahead and follow him and at coach.patrick.morales. There's going to be a link tree um, link there. And there is an intro session to book. I mean, to go ahead and, uh, yeah, book that intro session. And that is a webinar and you could actually experience the recode. Dude, thanks a lot for that, man. That is, that is awesome. And, um, you know, I always like to ask like, you know, some of the people that I'm interviewing, what are their top favorite podcasts right now? And then top favorite books right now, like top three to five. If you listen to podcasts, if not totally cool. Um, but top books for now, that way, you know, we can, and one thing, guys, before he shares this, do not cling to the words in the book. Do not cling to it as the truth without any inner exploration to test its validity. All right. The book is a vehicle, not the destination. It's your choice if you want to ride that vehicle. But um, what, or what are some resources that can get them pointed in the right direction? Some of your yeah, top man. faves right now. So what I used to listen to all types of different podcasts, like motivational YouTube videos, all this different stuff. But once I found Christopher, 
I just fully immersed myself in his work. Oh, yeah, the podcast? Too. He he's doing a YouTube show. Uh Magnetic Mind Television. Magnetic Mind TV. And he does a podcast. He's gonna be uh doing a podcast pretty soon. And he's gonna link his uh, YouTube QA sessions to that podcast. So he's gonna be answering questions, doing all that stuff. But as far as books. I'm very particular about what books I read. So I like business books. And I like spiritual, like spirituality type of books. But number one spirituality book is The Divine Matrix by Greg Brady. It's phenomenal. The Divine Matrix by Greg Brady. Oh, bro, you know, I am about... 75% of the way through of getting Greg Braden on my podcast. Hey, that'd be awesome. Yeah, man. I reached out to him um, and uh, or to his team or whatever, and we're going back and forth. So um, I'm pretty excited. Hopefully he, you know, approves it and he's able to get on, but dude, this would be freaking awesome. But um, okay. So the divine matrix by Greg Braden, one of the top spirituality books that you recommend. Give me one more spiritual book that you recommend. Spiritual. The Biology of Belief or The uh, Matrix Energetics by Richard Bartlett. Matrix belief, Biology of Belief is by Bruce Lipton. And, who and for like a energetic book again? By Richard Bartlett. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I love this. Now, if you had one minute left on this planet, as we close out, you had one minute left and you knew I'm on my way out. What would be the last message you leave for the world? Live a life you love. Do what makes you love left the most because if you're doing something and you're not loving your life what's the point such a simple message that can be the most life-altering thing ever and um you know there's a lot of you know people out there like look i love grant cardone i do i love parts of what he talks about yeah but there's one thing he says you know like don't do what you love fuck that do what gets you paid and then do what you love i i understand that perspective but that's not the reality that yeah. is a reality that he chooses choose to have fun and that will create all this, all the success that you want because that is a reality in the super conscious infinite field of possibilities so just choose that one yeah and that's it comes back to the innocence you know when i'm on calls all the time i'm just laughing joking because i'm in the innocence bro i, I love can't take that, it man. seriously 
and your energy um, is very um, authentic behind that statement, you know, energy. So I appreciate you, man. Well, I appreciate you so much for coming on, man. And, um, you know, doing this for not for me, I, I, I legit took away some very, like, I, I got like two pages of notes here, man. Um, hey. That was very, very intriguing conversation. And I'm very happy that we were able to do this and connect together, man. And um, also guys, if you guys want to become acquainted with um, Patrick, like personally, definitely, you know, follow him on social media, but we are actually in um, a book club together that me and my business partner created, The Soulpreneur Circle. It is not just for spiritual entrepreneurs. It is also for spiritual people who are aspiring entrepreneurs. Um, we talk about business and we talk about spirituality and all of that beautiful stuff there. But um, I will, since I talked about it, I'll include a link there. It's free to join, guys. Definitely join. Um, you can fill out uh, this little um, reflection. You can fill out this little form, this little questionnaire, and we'll get you in there, guys. That way you can actually like become acquainted with Patrick and see him multiple times um, and really get to know him. But man, thanks a lot for your presence today, brother. I appreciate it. And um, much love to you, man. And, uh, you know, have, have yourself a good day. All right. Now I'm publishing a book pretty soon here. Yeah. Power of Nine, The Universal Power Within Us. And I'm just putting the finishing touches on it right now. So once oh, that comes out, I'll yes. post that link. In my yes, bio. send me that link, bro. And let me know. I'm going I'm to I'm grab it too, man. I love reading books from people that I personally know. I don't know. It's just real cool. I don't, for some reason, that, that, that intrigues the shit out of me. But uh, awesome. yeah, send me that link. So guys, by the time that you're listening to this, again, it may not or it may be there. But there, go ahead and check below, and we will also include a link to Patrick's upcoming book. So um, definitely dive into that, too. Dive into that. So all right, guys, have yourself a wonderful day. 